Yeah. Yeah. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the Anti Podcast episode like fifteen or something like that. I'm here with Troy and Eve. What's good, guys? What's up? Yeah. What's up? Yo yo yo. Um, having an interesting couple of days. Uh, I just climbed the highest mountain in all of Vermont yesterday with with my my buddy Matt. Shit is fucking crazy, bro. I climbed like that's sick. I climbed yeah, I climbed like thirty six hundred feet. Damn, you were up there, up there. He's like, yeah, let's go on a hike, and then all, this, and then he's like, oh yeah, let's climb to this part of the mountain, and I'm like, okay, and then he's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna go to the peak, and then I get to the peak, and he's like, yeah, we're at the highest point in all of Vermont. Wow, wow, bro, it was grueling wow. to get up there. I swear wow. to God. What did you guys the... do when you got up there? Uh, I took a couple pictures. My my phone almost died, so I almost didn't get a picture. That would have been tragic. Yeah, it would have been trash. Because it wouldn't have happened, as as everybody knows. About the same, man. I didn't see you post it on the gram, so I kind of, yeah, I do kind of don't think, I think you're lying to us. I mean, that's cap. That's cap. That's cap. I made a new gram because fucking anti art messed up my personal Instagram. I was liking and, and uh, following too many people and shit. He was being a whore. I was being a whore. I was being a scammer. <laughs> being a whore. You know, that was cool. And uh, did a full eight, uh, 18 holes of golf today with, with the boys. Riding out oh, on the wow. course. Uh, I did not participate. I don't fucking know shit about golf, but I was just uh, getting high and smoking cigarettes. That was fun. So, all right, all right, all right. Trey, what'd you do? Um, much like Ryan, I did smoke a ton of cigarettes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, chain smoking because <laughs> uh, I had a crazy guest. Uh, my uncle and his girlfriend came over. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we had, we had fun. We enjoyed ourselves. Um, you know, she had to get a procedure done at UPenn, which, you know, she went went pretty well. I mean, well enough that she's able to go home and, and chill, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a real nice weekend, too. Went to um, I went to this bar in Philly. Um, it's called Bach Bar. And, like, so it's in an abandoned school. So, like, we walk up to the lit, school. My favorite place. <laughs> yeah, school, right? <laughs> So we walk oh, up to this place, schools. we go in, and we just see, like, like it literally was a school. Like, hallways, offices, like, classrooms and shit. And, like, I was so confused. And then we got in the elevator and, like, go, like, eight stories up. And then, bam, like, we had the beautiful skyline of Philadelphia. And, like, these really, like, great, good drinks and good food. And, yeah, it's a nice little hidden gem. So I you think, went to know, a gentrified, Philly. abandoned school. Yeah. They even repurposed the, uh, the school chairs as uh, bar stools. So... Damn, bro, that's pretty hip. That's hip as fuck, yeah. dude. Hip as fuck. <laughs> yeah, they had nitro co- nitro brew there too. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, that's 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 hip as fuck, bro. Yo, Eve, yeah, what did you this... what did, uh, stall a little bit more because the fucking shower is going. Matt's uh, shower is going off and the shit is fucking messing up the audio. So I'm gonna mute myself and riff a little bit, my oh, guy. Riff, good. go off, my friend. Man, I'm off, man. I'm I'm going off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nah, I had a pretty chill week. Um, what have I done so far? Oh, my sister was here. That was cool. Yeah, she came up, um, saw my family. Um, she's staying with us right now, so that's pretty cool. Um, no, yeah, haven't nice. seen her in a bit. You know what I mean? But it was cool to just like see the fam. You need that, um, you know, every now and then just to like recenter. You know, um, it's actually the first time I saw, I've seen them since like I moved back to Brooklyn um, back in like, when was it like September? Uh, um, just because of like the pandemic, like I haven't been home and they relocated somewhere else. So it was like almost like a mini reunion. Um, 
But yeah, it was, it was it's been pretty cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, it does sound real nice. You know, it's nice like hanging around like a uh, family when you haven't seen them in a while. Just uh, you know, especially like during this like pandemic, because I feel like um, you know, like a lot of people like I don't call or text my family, but like I always like tr- like try to always visit them. And yeah, so it was a little rough at the beginning of the pandemic, but thank God uh, everything's heading in the right direction. Okay, you turned the shower off. Thank God. So anyway, I w- what I wanted to talk about this week, guys, is um. Couple things. Uh, we have a couple albums that we reviewed, and going into that, um, wanted to talk a little bit about our review process, how we, you know, do reviews, and 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 our different ways of grading and that kind of stuff. Because I know, I feel like we give out A's, we give out B's, we give out C's, D's, whatever. But I feel like they mean different things to different people in the group. I don't know if you guys would like agree or disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, depending yeah, I on... think so. Mm-hmm. I, I think like um, we all have our different like ways to get our to, to get to our grade but i feel like at the end of the day we would all still have like similar grades yeah true true we do yeah, kind of meet yeah. in the middle at certain points you know and level each other out uh at certain points as well um but i feel like we definitely have different grading criteria you know what i mean um mm-hmm. like i don't know about you guys but like i the way that i grade shit i grade it against like any album that's ever come out so like whatever the best album I, ever is i that's an a plus for me so, you know, things fall close to there. But, like, sometimes I'm I'm on the verge of giving something an A or an A-, minus, and I'm like, is it really close to, like, a Cocktoo Twins album? Is it really close to, like, an Aphex Twin album? Is it really close to, like, uh, you know, Kendrick Lamar to Pimple Butterfly or something like that? So I have to draw myself back slightly, you know? Yeah. No, definitely. I'm really, like, hyped about this album. Like, this shit's definitely an A. And then, like, I'm just like, yo, Ryan, what would you give it? And you're just like, fuck it, C-. minus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like a snob sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but Well, we're music critics. Of course we're snobs. Like <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, but, for me, um... like when I'm grading, like I usually am uh it depends for me. Um I usually compare it to like the artists like their discography. So like for me like an A for like for like Chief Keef is not the same as like an A for like like uh like Angel Olsen or somebody you know mm. what I mean because mm. like I because like I feel like I come to them for like different reasons um so like I think like for me like I take a really like subjective like okay like what is this genre like what like what are they, what have they done before and like also just like you know kind of like comparing it to other work in that genre um I think I'm often very like I guess like uh like, short-term oriented when I'm thinking about, like, rating my albums, because, like, usually, like, first thing that comes to mind is, like, their discography in the last couple, like, you know, albums or whatever they put out mm-hmm. for me. Hmm. And, and, like, comparing it to, like, what other people are doing, like, today. So short-term is in, like, um, like you you give a grade and you stick with it, or, like, short-term is in, like, you think of, like, the last couple of years of the of the artist's stuff? I think this, I think the latter. I think I think of, like, the... the um, the last couple of years of their stuff. Um, even with this, like, J. Cole album, like, you know, like, I was thinking about it in terms of, like, comparing it to, like, his last two albums. Um, but even then, I had to, like, that's why it's kind of taken me a while to work through is because, like, I had to take a step back and, like, think about his entire discography. Yeah. And, like, his first mm-hmm. three mixtapes, you know what I mean? So it's, like, I try to, I try to, like, really, I don't know contextualize as much as i can yeah so you're the one who graded that album so i wanted to know um 
So yeah, we've all been listening to this album a pretty fair amount, I'd say. So we can definitely all comment on it and give our takes on it. But I wanted to know, um, kind of from your perspective, like where are you at as far as a grade? Where are you at as far as like uh, it being his best, his worst album? Like, yeah, I mean, so I know the grade. I'm gonna give it like it's either gonna be a C or like it's gonna be either a C, a C plus, or a C minus. Like, um, mm-hmm. I, in the C range. In, in the C range, yeah. I, I think it's leaning more towards, like, C. Um, but, Damn. yeah, like... You read my me, mind. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to give it. No, yeah, yeah like, it's like me. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, honestly, like, I was... Because, like, I really it was, like... Like, before this album came out, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, finally, like, J. Cole's coming back. Maybe, like, he may be able to, like, surprise us and do something, like, crazy different, something crazy good. You know, have a couple bangers, you know, have something that's like, you know, meet me at the London or something. You know what I mean? Like something like hype. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like this came out and it's just like, I was not really feeling it at all. Well, I, think it, I think it has like a few of the, like a meet me at the London. Like I would, I will say it does have one of those, but I feel you like, I mean, for me, like when I was going into it, like I, first of all, like J. Cole is just like, there's so much going into like reviewing a j cole album like that you have to think about you know what i mean like the fans being the first thing so true what i mean like (laughs) bro Mm -hmm. would you consider yourself a j cole fan see that's the thing like i've been called like a hater i've been called a hater of j cole bro Mm -hmm. and that's not even true like i feel so misrepresented with that description (laughs) you know it's like really it's like why 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 do they call you a hater? Like, what do you say about J Cole usually? Well, I'm not I'm not a hater. That's the thing. I'm not a hater. Usually, I'm just like very realistic about his music. It's just that I feel like Cole fans, like you know, they like no offense to my Cole fans out there, like don't fucking kill me. It's just I think they there's a, there's a fandom around this guy, right? Like there's a there's a there's a hype around him, and I, I don't think they always see see that. Uh, Clearly, I think people that don't grade albums, I think they, um, they're just just general kind of music fans, especially if they really really like J Cole. They'll they don't care to say like, I don't know. They'll they'll come out and basically say, you know, oh J Cole did it again with one single out. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. If, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna stop capping like forever, like Cole fans are like kind of delusional about him sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it doesn't make any like yeah like as soon as like go they, off they, Abe. They fucking like hear the first song. It's like, oh, it's amazing. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I- I'm ready to get into it um, about the album, but I don't know. Like, cool fans are just a whole different like <laughs> genre of fans to deal with. Sometimes, like, it's so annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they're like stands. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like when like people were, like big fans of like of a Kanye. You know, except for him, when he started making bad music, everybody just stopped. Just yeah. Up. <laughs> And, like, Kanye, like, at least, like, you know, the stuff with J. Cole is, like, for real, for real, bro, it's, like, his first three mixtapes were his best work. And he, and, like, and Born Sinner was pretty good. Like, that's that's really good. And, like, the Revenge of the Dreamers is pretty good. But everything else is, like, pretty bad. Like What? what not 2014 Forest Hill Drives. I mean, I, I like that. Oh, I, 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 bro, I hate that album. Really? Wow. <laughs> How do, what, why do you hate that album? Bro, I went back to it. Only songs I give a fuck about are Wet Dreams. Um, what else? Uh, what's the one with No Role Models? 
and um, love yours. And like love yours, even it feels like a Jew. Like there's this thing, is a life that's better than yours. Like come on, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> a good song. Well, come on, man. I think you know. I mean, that album specifically. Come on, what about "Get Off My Dick"? Like that was a good one. Um, uh, do you still uh, listen to it? Do I? I mean, I don't know. Like when I like sh- when I feel like shuffling my songs, it will come up. I won't. Get, get on my feet. Get on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll never. I'll never start off a playlist with like. Yeah, try uh, get off my dick. Yeah, we'll get off my dick. Who? I mean, but who would? You know what Ingo I mean? It's... Yeah, like come on, bro. Those those garbage. <laughs> I can think of somebody who was never a J. Cole fan ever. I don't I don't like a single album of his. I like a couple of songs. You know, I like a few songs once in a while. Mm. You know. I got I got <laughs> Did you like his do you have you heard his mixtapes? I got sucked off to let Nas down. It was great. Anyway. Oh my so, god. So <laughs> that was the one good experience I probably had you with let Nas down, bro. <laughs> I, I liked the song after that, but only because of that experience. I, I, I connected it mentally to that experience and I was like, oh damn, like Damn, I didn't let Nas down this time, you know? Or did you? I don't know. <laughs> it's up for debate. <laughs> Listen, it was me, Nas, and the girl in the room. You know? It was between the three of us. Nas is just looking at you like, what the fuck? He's shaking his head. <laughs> shaking his head. Yeah. This, is what, this is what Cole was talking about. <laughs> yeah, what dream is actually about me. Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Speaking of somebody who never liked J Cole's like albums, I I love some of his spare like singles or whatever. I like the one that samples um the workout plan, Kanye's workout plan, one of his early songs. Mm. Yeah. Um I think it's just called Workout. That one's mm-hmm. cool. Can't get enough is a as a is a really good song. You know, role models is cool. Wet Dreams is kind of awkward, but I like it. Mm-hmm. And just going up and up, like I don't really like. I like Neighbors, but the album that that was on is bad. And then the following yeah. album, uh, that's more about drug addiction. I forgot the name of that album. KOD. Uh, yes, uh, I don't like that album. All right, have y'all heard the warm up? Because I gotta, I gotta defend J Cole a little bit. Is that a mixtape? Yeah, I'm not really a mixtape guy. I don't really get too right. deep into mixtapes. So no, that mixtape, bro. Yeah, the warm up. This the warm up is legendary. Like the warm up, bro. You that's. I understand why they were on his dick. I understand, like between the warm up. Um, what was his first one? Uh, shit, I forget the name of the first one, but between the first one, the warm up, and Friday Night Lights, like those three mixtapes, really good. Like this is Cole, like at his best, like and it's hmm. it's hmm. it's like it's hard to like say that because it's like it's him starting it's, like, off thirty six. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But it's like this is like the warm up, bro. Like if you we, after this, we can listen to it. You know what I mean? Just like a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's it's mm-hmm. so good. Like I guarantee, you, I guarantee you guys are gonna fuck with it. <laughs> Hmm. No, yeah, seriously. I remember, like, in high school, like, a lot of people were, like, into J. Cole. And I feel like his music, like, even, like, now, like, his music, like, I feel like it's always for, like, an underdog. Which, like, he was back mm-hmm. in the day, and it worked out super well. Mm-hmm. Like, but now it's just, like, I don't know, he doesn't really deal, I don't think he raps about success in a very good way. Yo, that's such a good point, and that's something I actually wanted to bring up in the review. And, like, this is kind of, like, a pivoting a little bit, but, like, you know, you guys know he, like, released that, like documentary like um like basically the yeah i've, I've heard of it yeah yeah and like now he's playing like ball in rwanda and shit but like i feel like when he was doing <laughs> which is it rwanda yeah, I'm, isn't it rwanda it is rwanda no. yeah yeah it's really? rwanda patriots yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Another... damn dude that's the other thing we gotta talk about too fucking... I know, well, yeah <laughs> fucking... 
We'll get there. I know. We'll get there. But, like, um, in that documentary, though, he was talking about, like, how he kind of, like, was suffering from success. Like, he felt like he was comfortable. He felt like he didn't have a chip on his shoulder. He went back to, like, his old like crib where he was recording his first albums you know what i mean like he's he was trying to like reposition himself like as like the kind of underdog and i definitely feel like that you could see that from a lot of the like the releases around the album and like some of the themes and even like the cover you know what i mean like he's trying to i feel like he's trying to tap back into that which is very different than the kod album where he had literally has a crown on his head you know what i mean here's the thing i really wanted to defend this album lyrically because there are a lot of really really good lyrics on here i just didn't have the time to like write them down before we started mm-hmm. but one of the lyrics i wanted to mention it's kind of random uh after the fall off i promise i'm coming to uh i'm coming to sell out wrigley's i'm just a product of poverty full of narcotics to profit off quickly stuff like that i think he mm-hmm. does really well with um where it's like uh inner rhyming bars you know, mm-hmm. uh, again, on the simile front, it's it's pretty bad across this album for the most part. Um, like, as Troy was saying earlier before we recorded, like, uh, I'm going to put an M on my head or whatever, like, I'll Luigi's brother. I'll put an M on your head like Luigi's like brother. Like, Luigi's Stuff brother. Stuff like that. It's like, just bad. Or, yeah, like, I'm going to, like, I flip I upside down, like, an exclamation point. Yeah, like, it, and then that's my thing. Like, yeah. he's supposed to be a goat, bro. He's, like that's that's big Sean level bars, bro. Here's the thing: if he stopped with the similes again, the similes. Anytime he says like, like I, I do this like, I do this like, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's always bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, you know, I haven't examined like the similes like that, but it definitely feels like whenever he's like trying to do a certain style of rap, like he's just really bad at it. Like, I, like I'm never gonna go underground like a gopher. I'm gonna go for it. It's like, yeah, yeah. always bad. <laughs> It's always bad. If you just stop saying like, I think he, I think the score would improve. <laughs> because there's just so many times where I want to defend him, right? Like I was, like again, I was hanging, chilling with Matt, playing it in the car. He has some good bars, but then every once in a while he'll come out like the the things that you hear is, is are the bad things, and then you're just like, oh, this is whack. Yeah, you know, it taints well, the whole song. Well, okay, before before, because I know we could go on and on about like how like things we don't like. I would like to just just like quickly get out of the way like the things mm-hmm. i did kind of like with it so like i definitely think it's like better than like a lot of his last albums like i think mm-hmm. on the last couple albums excluding revenge of the dreamers which i think was awesome um like he kind of struggled um figuring out like i guess a sound you know what mm-hmm. i mean and like he wasn't like he's been ever since like i feel like born center he's been just like not able to like find like a good sound like literally like sonically for his music that just like works um i feel like on this album like he did a really good job of that um it's like a good mix of like um you know more popular leaning songs like um you know uh pride is the devil with little baby or even like um what else what else what else like applying pressure like 100 mil yeah. Yeah. yeah, my yeah life. Like uh-huh. there's, there's there's definitely songs in here. And obviously, um, you know, the climb back was like pretty popular. So like he, he he's definitely found like a, a, a decent like I'm not gonna say like it's amazing because it really is just like two different so, like sounds. Like the first is hmm. like the first is just like the typical like J. Cole like um boom bap kind of vibe, you know what I mean? Like on ninety five South and like um I think I'm I'm getting my songs confused, but 95 South, um, definitely on, like, the climb back and, like, um, 
clothes and like hunger like those songs like very like chilled back yeah yeah like the laid back r&b almost like 90s uh hip-hop like vibe that he can that he does really well in yeah um and then the other half is like him trying to like sound like you know what i mean like the charts and like mm-hmm. you hear that with songs like you know pride is the devil like again like that like i i know people are gonna like that song but i didn't like that song a lot Honestly, the the beat on Pride is the Devil. I can't stop thinking of Amine. Um, uh, what's his name? Amine's um song that that used the exact same sample, and it just it, I don't know, yeah. it, it hmm. throws me off when yeah, I yeah. listen to it. No, that, literally, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, I mean, I will say I will give him, I guess, some type of props just because he is uh, rapping on his own beats. You know, I think that's pretty cool. Um, He's not but, doing it anymore, bro. No, he produced the the album, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> I could have sworn. No, nah, man. Timberland was on here. Uh, T minus was on here. He actually gave the reins up to a lot of producers, which which is a good thing. Yeah, I think that's why he, he used to produce all of his own stuff. That's probably why you're saying that. His, his the the two albums before this, and I think the album before that was all produced by him. Yep. Where mm-hmm. he where he went double platinum with no features, right? And I think he painted himself in a corner production wise, and I think he got bailed out on this album by all these different producers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, production is, is the best thing this album has going for it, hands down. Yeah, I do 100%. like production, and I also I do like like uh, you were saying Ryan before. I really do like how um, he does have like really good lines, and he's really good at, at at like painting these like pictures and having this imagery. Mm-hmm. But um, like in one of them, like he was like I like this one line. I mean, it's kind of corny, but it's like in, until uh, like he talked. It's on uh, punching the clock. Yeah, he's talking about how like you know. Somebody killed like some dude who wore like a, a cross, kind of like the start of the Christianity or something. Like somebody dying on the cross. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was like pretty deep, but then he's just like, yeah, like I want people to stop capping. Like why um, don't you talk about being a broke rapper? And then he's just like, that's perspective I respect because it's real. But then it's just like, no one wants to hear like a rapper, you know, rap about being broke. Like it, I'm it not was an interesting. To... It, it was, that was an interesting bar because he said something else about like 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 being hungry or something like that like it's more interesting and and then he talks about how he remembers being a broke rapper and now he had nothing to lose i thought that was kind of an interesting tie-in um Mm, a a little bit but i know what you're saying it it does feel a little bit out of touch when it's like yeah yeah why don't you rap about being a broke rapper look look at me look at all this money i have yeah no it's completely i'm not trying to listen to little dick here yeah you know what i mean it's it's a little bit in the middle it is a little bit it is a little bit out of touch it is a little child what like a middle child. Yeah, yeah. It is a little bit out of touch. It is a little <laughs> bit corny for sure. But I, but he, I think he understands what it's like to be a broke person and, and again have nothing to lose at, at some <laughs> point in his life. No. Well, I think like yeah. the thing that I was kind of like frustrated with was that it, like his life doesn't like line up with like what he's rapping about sometimes. Mm. Like he'll he'll be like. Like, he'll be like, oh, like, sometimes you gotta, like, stunt on him, because blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, my God. That Cole. Shit. Bro, I'm like, Cole, bro, have you, like, you were famous for looking bummy, bro. Talking about, like, you, niggas not knowing, like, that you could stunt on them, bro. Like, you, you don't care about stunting on people, so why are you bringing this up at the, mm. at the end of this song for, like, two mm. minutes? Like, no one cares, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that... He does, he does that a lot. He gets that was a blind pressure. Yep, it, it made no sense. It just doesn't. It doesn't line up with like his brand at all. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, he loves like doing that. Where like he'll just be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna flex on you guys, but I'm gonna flex on you guys just so you know that I could flex on you guys, but I'm not gonna flex on you guys." Yeah, like what the fuck are you talking about, then, bro? <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. It's either you got to be humble or you got to be a killer. Like you can't go in the middle. Like, like That's what I'm he's saying. on the fence. He's still on the fence with it. 
Yeah, like, like nobody, and I don't know, bro. Like, honestly, I feel like, bro, like, he's on that fake deep shit, too, bro. Like, he's, like, he's out here, like, oh, like, Eve sent, gave me the Quran, but, like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't fucking finish it. And then he wanted to talk about, like, calling God Yahweh and shit. And I'm like, bro, you're just capping. Like, you're just, <laughs> you don't give a fuck about any of this. All you want to do is, like, get some clout from fucking playing basketball in Rwanda. Like, who the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that. I, I don't like the. I don't know. I I just feel like he needs to stop with the um. Like saying I don't like. I, I hate when people brag about how good they are, and then they like miss the free throw. You know what I mean? Bro, Cole it's, fans are so gullible. They're so gullible. Like I'm getting heated <laughs> now, but like they're just so gullible. Like they just always fall for his shit. And I'm like, like his first three mixtapes were good. You know what I mean? Born Center was fire. Mm-hmm. But like everything else, like they've just been capping for him, bro. And it's sad. It's like it's like when people like still like defend Marvel. It's like, bro, nobody gives a fuck about that shit, dude. Like, move on. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's just KOD was so abysmal. And I just I just really didn't think he could ever like make anything else i was just like what else is he gonna make uh, he he was just painting himself into such a corner and i'm again i'm just so happy that he had the producers on this album but the whole thing is he needs to give up the reins a little bit more like, kevin's he, heart was my was the only good song of that album. i love that song yeah that's a, that's <laughs> that a really good, really good song he needs to give up the reins he needs to stop with the fucking bragging like 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 when he's like oh yeah i had to just do it to them and, uh, and i just do it and uh, i just had to well, do it yeah he sounds like he has Tourette's he's not funny he it was supposed yeah. to be funny right like that would have been a perfect part for him to bring in Chris Rock and just just be like, "Hey, Chris Rock, like just like talk about how good I am." Yeah, yeah. That would have been yeah. perfect. You know what I yeah. mean? Chris Rock knows how to talk shit. He knows how to improvise. J Cole has no idea how to improvise. Dude, he's yeah, you're 100 percent right. That like, shit bothered me. I I love that beat. That beat was amazing, and his his flow on that was crazy. And then it just stopped for him to just like jerk off. No, I like have. He's I I have a note that says clown the ending of applying pressure. Like, I hate it. That shit was horrible, bro. Like, ruined the whole song for me. And that's my thing. Like, if you can't see, like, how ridiculous he sounds in that, bro, then it's like, dude, like, I, I can't have a conversation with you about this song. And also, let's talk about how my life is literally just a lot. Like, it's just a lot. Part two. <laughs> it is. Come <laughs> on. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I did say I did like the beat though of that song, but yeah, it just like it does. It just feels like a Twenty One Savage song, and not really much of like a Jake Cole song. Well, that's a, that's the funny thing. Like, it's hard to really criticize the album because it's like you're right. Like, nothing on this album really sounds like sonically bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it all it's all well produced. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's just it doesn't take any risks. Like, and it's just awkward in some area. It's just like it's really. And that's why I give it a C because it's like it's a, an improvement over like KOD and all that other stuff, but it's like it's still nowhere near his old work. And like I'm really trying like hit home that Born Center was just like, bro, like he has not made anything nearly as good as Born. Let's go through Born Center. Let's go through Born Center. Let's talk about how many fucking hits he had on. Hey man, I'm not again. I got top. It was bro, great. <laughs> land, Born Center, Land of the Snakes, <laughs> Power Trip. Right, uh-huh. he's he got you got okay. she knows right rich niggas uh-huh. forbidden fruit you know what I mean like all these crooked yeah. smiles smile with yeah, yeah crooked that, that smile let Nas down uh, Ryan's favorite song you know what I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have very good memories associated with that you know what I'm saying though but like there's more there's more like but song after song after song after song that was just so good like 
Um, and that, like, that is what I want Cole to, like, return to. It's like when he, he just had his finger on the pulse of, like, what people wanted. He was right in his R&B bag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. power trip. You know how many fucking people were fucking the power trip, bro? Like, I might have, I don't remember if it was on or not. I don't remember come if it followed on. Them or not. <laughs> bro, power trip, power trip is a classic. Next time a girl's over here, bro, I'm throwing on power trip. You know, you know who you are too. I'm throwing that over you come through. <laughs> <laughs> the horny <laughs> episode. Welcome to the horny, <laughs> the horny button podcast. <laughs> uncut. <laughs> Raw uncut. No, and but- uncut. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn, son. No, but I do agree with you, like, a lot of this old stuff is better. Maybe it's because, like, back then, like, he didn't really rap about how he's, like, the best, but then didn't put out anything that made him the best. You know what mm. I mean? Like, like maybe when he refers himself to being, like, top of his game, he's only talking about board center. <laughs> and then, well, 2014's Forest Hills Drive was a big success for him, so you can't... I mean, even though you don't like that uh, album, he, and I don't like he, the album as a whole... He need to go triple platinum. It's hard to ignore. Yeah, it's hard to ignore. Well, that's, no that's the problem. He's, it's a, he's a victim of his own... He, he even said it himself. He just doesn't like, really fully understand it. Like, he's a victim of his own success. 2014 Forest Hills Drive did not deserve any of the acclaim that mm, it got. I agree. It, it, it really did not. Like, and I, like I, I loved it at the time, but I was wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like... I see it as being as as good as this, or maybe a little bit worse, or a little bit better. Like very marginal. Like it's in the C range, you know. It's in the C range. Yeah, but like you know why? Like I feel like Cole got so much. Like, and this is kind of like something else I hope to touch on in the review. It's just like I feel like he got so much praise because like um, he was competing against like a, at the time, like Cole was like competing really well like he, he was doing well against kendrick like big sean. you know what i mean like yeah. big sean drake like he was like he was in a solid position but i feel like as time has gone on like the environment has changed completely and like kendrick's not around anymore like no one listens to that kind of music like drake has moved way on past making that kind of music like mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like every everyone has like evolved a lot like since that time but cole hasn't like he's on the same shit. Yeah, agreed. It just like there's no debate about who's the best rapper anymore. Like who gives a fuck about that? Yeah, like bro, what, what does that matter? <laughs> I want to hear beat, but yeah, <laughs> no, but I, I like the, the, I, I, was I like lyrical hip hop. Like I like um, there's the Ar- Arm and Hammer album that came out this year, and it's very esoteric and like super like um, impressionistic and crazy and shit. But it's like it, they're not bragging about the, being the best. That's not what makes it good. What makes it good is the drug dealing tales or like him talking about whatever, like curb stomping somebody or something like that yeah. or whatever, like in detail, like, like whatever they feel like rapping about and, and they're lyrical about it and they use symbolism or whatever. It's good. Like, it's just good songs. It's not like... about competing against Kendrick Lamar. Like it, who gives yeah. a fuck about that? Yeah. Why does yeah. that matter? It's like, they're still caught in that. Like nobody gives a fuck, bro. It's like an echo like, chamber. Yeah, it is. Echo- yeah. A hundred percent. And the triple platinum with no features thing, it, if you make an an album that's critically like an F, right? Like people agree that it's an F, and it goes triple platinum with no features. Are you a success or are you the best? Right. It's like it's I like mean, why I think are you success, but I, not the best. I'm not saying it's an F. I'm just saying hypothetically, like. But no, yeah. it's it's like why are you living off of that, like, bro? Okay, cool, bro. But like, no, like the kids at college don't give a fuck about you. So how's that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, like who gives? Who cares? Like you went triple platinum, bro. That, that's for you. Like, but. I don't know. Yeah, I guess a lot of this album is kind of for him, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, damn. Wow. Him, nah, his, yeah. him and his little fans, you know. Him and his little fans. <laughs> L-I-L. Bro, it's so funny. Like, he, like he's got he needs Twenty One Savage, little baby now. You know what I'm saying? Like he needs these guys on. His oh album. yeah, he wouldn't put uh, these guys on like a typical album. You know, if he didn't really feel like putting them on. You know what I mean? Because in like, 2016, he wouldn't have done this. No, he, he told like, me when they first came out. He no, he would have been above them. Yeah, he would have yeah. been above them. Yeah. Mm. No, like yeah, it's funny how Lil Baby's on here. That man's the hardest working rapper like I've ever <laughs> seen. My man drops like three songs a week, and like he's always doing fucking features, like. Man, how does that guy work with everybody? Like, I feel like every album I review, there's always a little baby feature on it. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. He's the goat. He's like, he's. Did he's you so like his feature, Eve? I I wasn't a big I, fan of it. I don't know. I mean, I liked I like baby. Like the feature was alright, but I just I think mm-hmm. baby is just like, I I'm really I really like him. I think like he, like, I don't know. I think he's just like one of a kind, like superstar kind of feeling. Like, I can't remember. I don't know. I, I just like I really like his run, and I just really like like how consistent he is. Like even if like you're not the biggest fan of his music, it's like I don't know. It hasn't he hasn't like massively like dipped in quality. You know what I mean? Like his last album like was it was like some of his best work. So yeah, I like I like to see that in artists like that they improve. He's, he's consistent, I would say. Um, yeah, you know. Um, there was a, a lyric, kind of not, kind of to go off topic a little bit. I mean, it's still keeping with J Cole, but like, he has this lyric on here. Maybe, maybe we can like kind of shut it out with this and give our like general like closing thoughts before we get into the Saint Vincent album. But like, yeah. um, there's this lyric on here on 100 mil, and he says 100 mil, and I'm still in my prime. Do you guys agree with that or or not? Oh yeah. my god, what do you think? <laughs> uh is he in his prime? Maybe like his version of being in his prime yeah i mean i guess like you know he's making the same type of music for the past like five years <laughs> but um yeah i don't know definitely not he's definitely like not in like our generation's prime like i feel like the next album like he's probably not gonna get like any of the little buzz i mean i haven't really even heard a lot of buzz off of this album in general I've heard too much off of Instagram, but Instagram uh, again is also an echo chamber. Like, yeah, you, take you a go, break from you that. Go, yeah, you go to one Discover post, and then it's like you discover eighty-five more. Yeah, like I don't think personally, I don't think I think somebody's going to drop an album this year. Hopefully, it's going to most likely it's going to be Drake. That's just going to blow this out of the water. Nobody's going to nobody's going to remember this shit, which is like typical with Cole releases. You know what I mean? Like his last, like with Kod, it was the same way. Like he dropped, made a splash, and then. You know, people moved on, realized that they like other music. <laughs> Typically, they do well, yeah. But it's like with the J Cole fans, I guess, or with the hip hop heads, or whatever. I don't know. I mean, everyone wants to hear J Cole. Like everyone likes J Cole. Everyone wants to hear it. Everyone wants to at least listen to it one time for a week. You know what I mean? A month. Mm-hmm. But it like you know, unless you make an album that has lasting value, like you know, you're not going to have that much of an impact. Like again, get your check, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, do your do your big media storm where you go to like you know Rwanda and like you know you release a documentary and all that shit. Like that's good, but in terms of impact, I don't see this. I, this 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 album has no impact. It it say it says nothing. It does nothing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I was I, again. I was riding around with Matt like on the way back here. I'm just like, okay, I'm just trying to figure out like what my finish my final thoughts on it before I talk about it. And he made a good point. He's like, he's like, there's a lot of effort put into this, but it's like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, there's a ton of effort, like lyrically, 
flow wise. Like he he seems to be going double time. It's not it's not for lack of trying. Mm-hmm. But no, I think it's just like you know he got. I guess he's bigger than what he's comfortable with rapping about. And I think that's kind of like in the day. Like he just does not know how to rap about success in a in a good way. I think he hasn't changed. I think. What the fuck did this pause? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Are we good? Yeah, go. Um, I what was I saying? Um, my bad. I, what was I fucking saying? Uh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm still not editing this. I don't give a fuck. And that's uh, uh, the beauty of the uncut episode. <laughs> right. I mean, I was saying something good. Um, yeah. so, Ryan, what grade would you give this album? <laughs> Basically, what you're just saying is, is how I feel about J. Cole. Like, he's like, I, I'm, I was saying something good, but I don't, I don't remember what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is really it. Like, yeah. Bro, uh, and then all the fans are like, this man's spitting. Again, I ate two, I, I, I did eat two edibles on the golf course today, and I was listening to it, and I was looking at a bunch of, like, rich old white guys, like, you know, playing golf, and I was like, damn, like, J. Cole, I really feel J. Cole's, like, vibe. I feel like, that. I feel that. If I was, on the golf uh, course. I would, I would, I would fuck with that. If I was like doing some rich people shit, yeah, and just wanted somebody who's also gonna be like, yeah, you're doing rich shit, yeah. right, right, right. I felt like yes, I, I understood, um, I understood that, and maybe that made the album a little bit better. You know, maybe being, maybe you literally have to be high to think this album is good. I don't know, but I'm gonna give it a C minus. Yeah, I'm gonna give it for now. I'm gonna give it a C. Mm-hmm. Um. It might, it probably is going to go to C minus, but I want to be optimistic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'll give it like a C just for, just to be a little different. I'll, I'll say in headphones, it's it's definitely way better than um, over a speaker. Over a speaker, it sounds like generic rap music that's in, kind of indefensible. But on headphones, it, you kind of hear the production a little bit more. You kind of ke- hear what he's going for a little bit more. That's interesting because like for me, like I blasted it in my apartment and it felt like, mm-hmm. like it felt better. Like... The 100 mil song felt good when I was, like, blasting it, cleaning my apartment. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, okay, that's fair. You know well, what I'm saying? But, like, I feel you. Like, that's a, uh, there is definitely, like, a difference if you're listening to it on headphones versus, like, on speaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think I would, I'd probably give it, like, a C. Um, I think the, I mean, it does sound like a good, not a good album, but it does sound like a, like a, an okay album. But it's just like, yeah, at the end of the day, there's not really that many good lines. There's not really uh, any beat that really stands out to me of being like incredible or being super different. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just kind of like, I guess, standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does feel standard issue. It's like no surprises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pretty much we all feel the same. Yeah, I'm happy that we all feel the same. And we agree with Fantano, you know, which is weird, which is rare. Like, all three of us agreeing, and then also Fantano saying the exact same stuff. Man, Fantano is fucking out here, fucking <laughs> jacking our swag and shit. We see you, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, we see you, Fantano. <laughs> and Re- Releasing Anthony. our reviews with the same grade before we even put out the review. Fucking yeah. Anthony. Anthony. Steel Tano. Yeah. Get out here, Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> all right yo before we get into st vincent i uh i actually already made the uh the uh, instagram post for the the podcast i didn't have too many pictures to use because like i'd feel like we were only going to talk about two things the third picture i put in there first picture is st vincent's face zoomed in obviously that's going to get 200 likes because that's that, <laughs> this is the formula nowadays guys if you're listening this is what the fuck i do <laughs> just post shh, shh, don't tell them <laughs> sorry sorry uh anyway um i, I mean uh, uh uh anyway <laughs> but so I posted that, uh, a picture of J. Cole, 
And then the third picture I posted was the the saw puppet. So could you just shit on the saw EP really quick before we move oh on to St. Vincent? Oh my god, Spiral Man! I heard that movie was pretty bad too. I'm not gonna lie, like I was hoping that movie was gonna be good, but mm-hmm. um, I didn't see the movie. But yeah, dude, oh my god, Spiral! I forgot about that shit. Like a that Spiral. Was, yeah, let me. I gotta rip that later. But yeah, like it's a it's a uh, it's a uh, It makes me it makes you think Twenty One Savage like is gonna like sell out. If, you know what I mean? Like, I was really surprised he had that last album with Metro Boomin, because mm. um, it was so good. But like, personally, like I don't know. Like I, I, I could see him making a lot of moves like this in the future. You know? Well, I mean, he has before in the past, right? Like he made that song for uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Oh yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, oh yeah, my god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, that. he dropped the music for that. Um, so yeah, I mean, hell, I mean. People, rappers gotta get the bag, and I feel like, uh, especially nowadays, every musician is thinking about any other way of making money without actually making like their own projects. Yeah, that's so true. Weird. What, what's so bad about this album? Because I, because I heard the Spiral song, and I was like, uh, okay, okay. Is that the well, theme to the fucking movie or what? I don't know, but the Nudie song was pretty good. Okay, Nudie was pretty good. That tracks. Nudie. He, he's good at making horror hip hop music. He's really good at it. Yeah, like Nudie, Nudie's Nudie, Nudie was fire. But um, Twenty One Savage was just like trash. Like, I mean, no offense to Twenty One. Like, don't fuck me up. But like, you know, um, <laughs> I mean, it just it was it was horrible. Like, I mean, Rio was Rio the one who no, he wasn't even there. Yeah, this was this was bad. Um, the one the song with Gunna and Young Thug. Like, I mean, excuse me, Young. I say Young Thug. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Young Thug. <laughs> Love him um, third. That was alright. It was song, but I don't know. Like, just this very typical. Like, why the fuck is gonna? Is this album torture? Is that why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this the EP? Is like a torture EP? You're supposed to kill yourself after this. <laughs> Eve, do you want to play a game? <laughs> this is twenty one. I mean, this is Jigsaw. <laughs> Review my album. Give it an A, or kill yourself. Yeah, Millie Go Lightly. I thought that was Millie Bobby Brown at first. I was Whoa. like, what is happening? She's rapping? Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> it's funny because Go Lightly is um is actually like this medication that you take before you have a colonoscopy. And you oh. drink it and it makes you take a shit. <laughs> it makes you take a bunch of shit to clear out your colon. So whenever I hear about Millie Go Lightly, I just think of Go Lightly. The shitting medication. And is his rap, is his, are his rap similar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no comment. I'm gonna have a bunch uh, of <laughs> bullet holes in my house. Bro. There's gonna be the spiral. Oh wait, wait. Speaking <laughs> of bullets, like little Reese, y'all see that? Oh yeah, he got shot, right? He got shot in the oh, neck. Oh he did, yeah. Ow. He got shot like nine times or something, bro. Jesus Christ. No, nah, do you know what happened? Like I I know he got shot, but I don't know like any of the details. Uh, something about stealing a car, they were at the mall, and then they came out, and some dude, I don't know, I saw the video of him, like, almost fucking dying on the sidewalk, though, that was fucking crazy, like, Damn. so, like, yeah, dude, it was, it was intense, but, Praise I was him, like, I'm glad he's alive, people yeah, he's alive, dying. yeah, I mean, it's yeah. crazy, man, God, can you, can you imagine, he just fucking runs up to you and shoots you? You know, I mean, just surviving that shit? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that's horrific, man. I, I He must... I don't know, man. I, I always think about people who survive getting shot, and I'm just like, yo, like, 
you like you must just like look at the world differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, from definitely. a completely different perspective. Yeah. This is crazy. You had hot yeah. lead in you. Anyway. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So um, again, like to kind of rope into the review process type of thing. Um, I want to talk about an album that I reviewed this, you know, week or whatever. Um, it's now our most popular review. I just wanted to pat myself on the back for that one. Yeah, man. Good job on the review. Thank yes, you. That was sick, bro. Yeah, I know. I've heard. I've heard some people. I heard some one specific person say that they don't like reading, and people don't like reading. Uh, <laughs> somebody that Troy used to date. Uh, but anyway, uh, oh, she said our shit. page isn't going to be successful because people don't like reading. Well, guess what? Well, oh, Troy! Well, look who has more followers now. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> like Damn. Anyway. Damn. Don't, don't even don't even get me started, bro. Don't don't make Eve <laughs> Hendrix come out, bro. Guess what, brother? <laughs> Guess hate what? Ass, hate review. ass, hate <laughs> ass, you know what? You know what Dude. I mean? Damn it. Nah, it's, it turns out when the graphic design is on point and the and the, the words are good. Wait wait till she sees us with the blue check. Let's see what she's talking about then. Yeah, man. As soon as she unblocks me, man, she's going to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Be so jealous. It's all good. After you guys were done, I, I unfriended her from the, from, the, from the page anyway, bro. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay, but um, anyways, though, St. Vincent. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was I was going on my uh, my applying pressure mode for a second there. About to say, bro, I'm sweating it out over here. You just got to write it like, and and you write it, and and they say nobody can write like me, or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> new St. Vincent album. Um, yeah. I've After, been. Oh, what, it's been four. About to say, it's been like what four years since um, Mass three, Education. Three or four, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, it's been a while. I've been a huge fan of her for forever, um, forever, forever. Since probably the you know when I really started to get into music, um, and really, really like like it a lot, and really like get into reading reviews and almost like writing my own reviews was senior year of high school when I heard the St. Vincent album, the self-titled one. Um, mm-hmm. and the only reason why I even listened to it is because I I wanted to go to the Pitchfork Festival and I saw that she was on there and I was like, who is this? Looked it up, I was completely blown away. Um. Her self-titled album is fucking incredible. It's this, like, very cold, um, synthesized album. Um, very, like, angular guitars and that kind of stuff. Very, like, futuristic pop music. Um, almost, like, very, like, stiff. I don't know how to describe it. Like, like on stage, she's killer. Like, she rips, absolutely rips solos. Like, it's like it's nobody like it's nobody's business. Some of the best guitar solos I've ever seen, uh, besides Blood Orange, were at her shows. And the way that she operated on stage, it was just so, like, psychedelic. Like, she just, like, does, like, the robot almost in, with her motions. And she had her band do the same kind of thing. And, yeah, I saw her at Governor's Ball, and I had smoked before. And it was that was probably, like, top three live shows I've ever seen. Um, nice. Yeah, I saw her at Governor's Ball, and I saw her at um, Pitchfork the same year. And she I just absolutely, completely blown away. Um, the album after that, Mass Seduction, I, I did like it, but it was a little bit disappointing because I had gone back in her discography and Actor, I think is like almost like a perfect album and Strange Mercy is like one of my top like 10 favorite albums of the 2010s. Like, I think Strange Mercy is just like a, just the fucking tour de force as far as, um, emotionally, you know, guitar solo wise, um, artistically, like it's pretty hard to catch up to that album. I feel like it's, it's just so well done. I feel like the St. Vincent self-titled album is really good, but it has a couple of duds. 
Mass Seduction, I feel pretty much the same way. Um, it's really good, but it has a couple of duds. And I, I, mm. I think that Mass Seduction is probably her weakest project, although it is really, really good. Um, so, yeah, to give you guys like a little bit of like context as to how I review things, I use my life experiences. You know, I, I put all that stuff in my review. Um, and I, I go back to all of her albums and I kind of look at where she's at and how she's progressed. Um, because I don't look just look at an album based on like, are, the, are all the songs good? Okay, it's a 10. Like... I, 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 I like to look at it based on, is this new for her? You know, is this new for the genre? Um, is this, you know, is this copying somebody? Has this been done before? Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. These are a lot of things I look at when I do reviews. And yeah. um, I don't know how you guys felt about this album. I, I, I kind of want to get your guys' thoughts before I delve super deep into this album specifically. Did you guys like this album? Or have you guys listened to St. Vincent like a good amount before? Never heard of... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um... What's it? Oh, so, man. Like, Shut the fuck up. Sorry, my neighbor is mowing the sidewalk. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Fuck him, bro. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Does it's he the know recording? Yeah. Right? I have the light on and everything, you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> but, um... No, I remember the first... Actually, Ryan, I think you introduced me to um, St. Vincent. Um, I listened to Mass, Educa- uh, Mass Education or Mass Seduction or wherever you, you want to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was something very new. Um, especially since, like, I back then, I only pretty much, like, listened to rap. So, like, th- like I really liked uh, that album. Mm-hmm. I liked her look. Uh, I liked the album cover. Um, it's a nice ass, yeah, but it's not her. Yeah. But yes, mm-hmm. that's well. You know, I didn't say that, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So like going into Daddy's home, I was expecting it to be kind of like mass um, seduction or uh, message. Uh, yeah, mass seduction. Like, yeah. Mass seduction. Yeah, I keep saying it wrong. Yeah, um, I thought it was going to be kind of more like that, where it'd be like more like colorful with the uh, the instruments. Yep. But um, synthesized. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, more synthesized, more just just more. But like, I honestly, I really liked uh, Daddy's Home. Um, I thought it was like a totally new direction. Um, I like her entirely new look, and um, yeah, I mean, it just like kind of just blew me out of the water because like I listened to that single. Uh, what was that single again? Um, the one that kind of sounds like her old shit, or the some one that sounds pay, like pay your your way in pain. Right. Yeah. Like, I listened to that, and, like, I wasn't really sure um, what to think of the album, or what the album's gonna sound like, mm-hmm. but uh, but I'm pretty happy it, it came out, because, like, all these other songs, like, I think it tells, like, a really good tale. Um, her singing sounds pretty pretty great, and she has some pretty nice guitar riffs on this album, but, mm. of course, you know, there are some duds on the, on this project as well. Okay. What about you, Eden? What did you think? Are you a St. Vincent uh, head at all or no? So, I mean, like, I've always heard of her, but honestly, like, I don't know. Like, I've been in, like, I've never, I've only, like, really recently, like, been, I guess, like, really into indie rock. Like, I used to think I was into indie rock, but, like, shit y'all be listening to, like, (laughs) is really, Uh like, in the cut. Um, So, like, St. Vincent, I'd heard of her, um, but, like, I don't know, like. I never really, like, identified with her music, if that makes sense. That's fine. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, I did listen to this album. Um, I thought it was really cool. Like, it made me want to listen to her music more because, like, I don't know. Like, I thought that it sounded like she was, like, at a point where she was, um, like, kind of, like, experimenting with, like, her, like, sound. It yeah. almost felt like. 
Um, even though I like I hadn't heard her shit before, like I, I kind of got that vibe from it. Um, like it was something new, right? Yeah, like like that she, that she was trying stuff out. Like it, it's still like I like I didn't. I feel like I didn't have to hear her old music to like still know that she was like trying shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was cool. I think I need to like I don't know. I'm trying to like you got to help me come up with like a playlist or something mm-hmm. to like um like with her really old just, stuff like, with like yeah with like her old stuff and maybe like with a couple artists like her like maybe like throw some Mitski in there and like a few other people just so that like I don't know I want to I want to explore some of these like indie like especially these like women artists like female artists that I just haven't really like heard of before yeah, that's cool. I can I can even just bust out like a post like I, like we always do this like I I've done two so far that have been pretty successful. Um, it's like twenty first century uh, women, where it's just yeah. you know women women pretty much like women of indie essentially and and yeah. different contributions. So I'll but I'll do another playlist for you and I'll do an, and I'll do a post attached. Fuck it. I mean I gotta try like I I listen like for the viewers or listeners like I listen like again I listen to, like everything but like my favorite shit is like hip hop and metal really. Um, Anything like with like rhythm in it, yep. um, I really like. Um, and I like classic rock too. Um, I like a lot of just like rock. Um, I, I'm a guitarist, so like that's the kind of stuff I like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I feel like I need to know this stuff for the hoes. Like, <laughs> for the, the pink haired hose, bro. Like, I'm trying to get some pink haired hose. Like, I'm not even lie. Like, exactly, man. You, you can't impress the hose by, like, yo, let me put you on. And then you put on, like, young nudie or something. Put on like, yeah, like, it's not no. going to help. Like, that's yo, not going to put you on. Yeah, no. Bala. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You can't put on young nudie and then you can't try and fake the funk and be like, oh, like, yeah, you ever heard of Tame Impala? Yeah, like Tame Impala. <laughs> you ever heard of this band called Imagine Dragons? I got, I got <laughs> cherry, I got cherry glazer for that. I, you know what I mean? Like, I got, I again, like, I like really. Usually, if I like a band like that's indie, like they're really indie. You know what I mean? Like cherry glazer, like maybe we got a collab on that playlist, man. I'll do half, yeah. do half or something, something of that sort. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that, that'd be because like you got the indie giants, like, and you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know any of them. But like I feel like I I do know like a few artists that I just like I don't know my my indie artists are usually like very just like they make one album and then I never hear from them again. <laughs> it's yeah. like all right, like, that's fine. Like, but yeah, like um I do like if just to throw some names out there like I like Sharon Van Eden like she's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if you guys have heard of like Torres but like she just dropped a song. I hope that maybe we can interview her. She's in Brooklyn too. She's really cool. Like, um, fuck yeah. Her her album was cool. Um. I know, but I like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 she's so, like, but you know what I mean? Like, usually, like, if I'm liking like an artist, it's like on her level of like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's not, she's not super big, and you know, mannequin pussy, like shit, like that. Like, I, mm-hmm. I like those kind of guys. Um, I don't know why, but that's just maybe it's because like I started listening to that stuff like around like 2016, and that's kind of like when all those artists that came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes but sense. Yeah. There's like a flood of them. Yeah, I, I guess like maybe I got to it like just slightly earlier, like two years earlier, because I wasn't really listening to the stuff either. As I said, 2014, 2015 is when I started listening to it, and and it was to impress a girl for sure. There was this girl in theater. <laughs> I was on sta- I was on stage crew. I, you know, she was like, "Oh, what kind of music do you like?" I was like, "Uh, you know." Just uh, Wayne, Park. bro. I like Lincoln Park and Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you that. Exactly. That's right. That's right. I, I love Eminem. 
Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I like 70s music. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. So I went back Ooh, and I was like, oh, Frank Zappa, he's cool. Uh, I will say, yeah, I was, I like old music. Like old music, I could go, uh, I love old music. We got to do an old music segment. Because that's, that's like the shit I really like. Because like for me, like whenever I'm trying to like learn guitar or like learn mm-hmm. how to make music, like the best shit I go to is always like, I love 70s music. Um, yeah, I definitely think seventies is like the best decade for music. See, that's, that's why that's why I like this album so much because it has the seventies sound, mm-hmm. but it doesn't overuse it. It doesn't overdo it, and it feels like almost she's like putting herself back in that era, like as a character rather than like you know not the, again not the shit on Silk Sonic and Bruno Mars again. I was about to say, but <laughs> she does it in a more purposeful way. Like she's not talking about how eating lays. Like right, oh, like right. like like you want to smoke right. and you're gonna get hungry. I got the lays. You know, it's not like fucking <laughs> that yeah. shit. Yeah, and it's definitely more nuanced. Yeah, it's definitely more nuanced, and 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 the influences go in and out. Like there are definitely '80s sounds on here too. Like the first song feels like a typical St. Vincent song. "Pay Your Way in Pain" um, is a fake out in my opinion because when I first listened to it, I was like, okay, we're gonna get another St. Vincent like jagged guitar synthesizer pop album. I was I was not excited. I thought this mm-hmm. would be her worst album. I was not not excited whatsoever. And it was going through the same kind of motions as her old shit, where it's like she talks about going to the park and heels, and like the women are judging her. Oh, like I'm locked out of my apartment. Like she kind of always does that, where it's like, um, you know, like like she's on the a same, mess, right? She's a mess. Like on the St. Vincent uh, album, the, one of the lines is, um, "It's just an ordinary day. Take out the garbage, masturbate." Like that's like a one of her lyrics off that. And yeah, listening to that song, I was like, okay, it's just another version of that, but less exciting. Cool, whatever. Um, but you know, as it goes down. Um, down and out downtown is like um, one of her best songs ever. Um, I have. Do you that feel too. like that's a genre, like the train wreck girl genre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Um, it is, and and the whole thing is, I like how it, the whole album just flips that whole thing on its head because she's not a train wreck. She's like, she's a boss bitch on this album, like mm. absolutely. And mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys knew this, but um, part of the part of this the the reason why this album is called Daddy's Home. Is a, is twofold. Um, number one, it's because her dad has been in prison ever since she started her career. So since 2010, her dad went to jail for like um, her her role in like his role in some tax um, scam or something like like a pump and dump scheme. So he's been in jail for 11 years, and he finally got out of jail this year or 2018. So this album was inspired by that, right? Yeah, that's part of it. The other part of it is that she's daddy, so she's home. So like after all this time, you know, like she doesn't she hasn't had a father figure like. You know, and and throughout childhood, she never really had a father figure. She's, you know, um, I'm pretty sure that she's bi, but leaning more towards, um, you know, being gay. So she doesn't need a man in her life. So like a lot of that goes or goes with this, where she's almost embodying like the male machismo and like the whole, you know, like being a boss. But like she's not a ma- she's not a man. You know what I mean? Like she can be daddy by herself. She doesn't need a, she doesn't need somebody to be paying her bills and this kind of stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, I should listen to this then. Yeah, it's I have cool. Feelings about this. It's cool. And Dad, Daddy's Home, um, not to skip over Down and Out Downtown. I'll go back to that one. But Daddy's Home is a really cool one because she's talking about how she's going to visit her dad and she, he's wearing a jumpsuit and she's wearing like alligator shoes, like signing autographs for people in the visitation room. Jeez, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah cool. that was crazy. I, yeah. I also like that song. There's like the line on there too that I really liked when she described the relationship like they were close as Bible pages uh, that stuck together or something. Yeah. 
I really like that imagery of that, of just, like, um, especially, like, a Bible, you know? I'm assuming that, like, she probably came from, from like, a religious family, mm-hmm. just from the way that how, she's, how crazy she is now. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I mean, her name is Saint Vincent. Right? Yeah, right. They, yeah, there yeah. is a religious aspect to it. That's true. But, um, yeah, there's a, there's other themes on here that are interesting, um, kind of revolving around that, because, again, she solidifies herself as daddy by the third song, but then by, like, um, somebody like me and my baby wants a baby, she's she's um, contemplating giving up the freedom for, for love. And that's another big theme on this album. Um, cause you know, somebody like me is a really cool one because it talks about how, you know, you paint yourself white and you jump off a building and you're either going to fly or you're going to hit the pavement, like which one. And that's kind of what love is. And, and she compares it to, you know, dressing up in white and walking down the aisle. Like, am I going to fall in love with this person? Am I going to have a life with this person? I got this. Or is it going to be, you know, is it going to be, I'm going to hit my face and, and be done. Like, mm. Yeah, she definitely has, like, uh, that. that is a pretty big theme on this album, actually. Uh, I forget what song it was. Was it the... Uh, I think it's actually Down and Out Downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was saying that, like, uh, she feels like, you know, like she's, like, flying over the Empire State Building uh, until, like, you know, he kisses her and then she crashes again. You know, right. it, it kind of reminds me of, like, a toxic relationship. So she's so scared of uh, falling in love again that she's just, like, as soon as you get in my head, then I'm gonna crash well there's a whole thing with level with like it's really weird like how she does it like like down and out downtown she's in the subway she's like at her lowest point type of thing but like or she's flying above the clouds and she's at her highest point but then you go to like um like live in the dream and again i'm getting a lot of this from genius too i'm not just completely making this all up and that was let's say i thought you did so much research i'm like how do you know this i did i did (laughs) i did i i i I did look at some of this up on genius but some of it is it's just kind of self-evident in the lyrics like once you figure out the theme it opens up the key to other things you know what i'm saying but like Mm living the dream what she wrote on genius like she spoke to them specifically and she told them it's about how like you can't you can live your life in a dream like 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 us doing this podcast us doing this page right like this is kind of like a dream right but if we just got so caught up in this and didn't think about the realistic parts of it, like the functional parts of it, the scheduling, the post, the, you know what I mean? Like if we just quit this and just decided this was our job and just put all of our money into it and we're just living in the dream, like we get so self-absorbed that like you go too far up into the clouds and now you're in, almost like in space and you're kind of like a space cadet, like a, like a moron, like, you know, <laughs> you know, so you can go too far to being free and not being grounded by people and like being grounded by love that you can go too far up and you just end up in space. You just end up like, like up your own ass, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. Reminds me of J Cole, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It kind of does surra- remind me of J Cole. He's not grounded whatsoever. Oh, he's just surrounded by a bunch of people being like, yo man, this is fire. Like, yeah. Fucking love it. Love for still drives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's cool. There's a lot of uh, themes like that on this album where it's, mm-hmm. Talks about the levels, talks about, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, love being a good thing, love being a bad thing. Um, My Baby Wants a Baby. It's a whole song about how, like, she could, you know, she can continue on with her career. She can have a symphony. She can have, like, a street named after her. Or, you know, she can have a kid and then everybody's just going to be like, you know, oh, where's your where's your kid? Like, how's your kid? That's all they're going to ask her. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's this cool. Is, this is cool. Yeah, I mean, like. It makes it's very interesting like because the reason why i guess i felt like i never could like identify with some like uh, i'm just gonna be real like with artists like saint vincent is mm-hmm. because like i just couldn't understand like like what it's like being a girl like you know what i mean and like what like 
womanhood kind of feels like for women and having a better understanding now, like now that I'm older, like I can definitely like under like, I guess not necessarily like understand, but like empathize with just like some of the topics that she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so too. And I think this is definitely a, a really good exploration of womanhood independence, yeah. but, but again, not being so independent that you fucking drive yourself crazy and you get so independent that you have no friends and you, you're up your own ass. Right. You, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. Self-producing your own albums <laughs> three times in a row <laughs> and acting like you're the best rapper when your albums suck. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a perfect. Whoever I don't forgot who said that was that you, Troy? Oh, was that it? was me. That yeah, was dude, a perfect. Whenever it's a comparison. good idea, it came from me. That was a great, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was a great comparison. And of course, you know, I think another thing that binds these two albums together is that Pitchfork completely fucking underrated this album and and kind of, I guess, just rated J. Cole. They gave J. Cole a 6.8. They gave this a 6.7. How the fuck do you give this a 6? Hmm. What fucking yeah. universe are you in that you think that this is a failing grade? No, yeah. Honestly, I don't understand why they think this is worse than J. Cole's album. I mean, when we were doing... When I was listening to these albums, like, uh, this week, I felt like I was more gravitated to the St. Vincent project than I was uh, even the J. Cole project, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I think it's just because, like, I don't know, at least on the St. Vincent project, like, all the, like, these songs, like, their guitar riffs and bass lines are just so interesting and kind of, like, more out there than what any production that w- was on J. Cole's project. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very consistent, um, sonic, it was a very consistent production, where J. Cole, I think, was kind of inconsistent. Some of the beats were, were good, some of the beats were bad, some of them were pop, some of them were R&B, some of them were boom bap. This, like, literally, it uses a palette of, like, 10 instruments they use a you know a, cho- a chorus which is not a, or like a choral the- you know um yeah chorus choir choir <laughs> there you go jesus christ a choir which is not an instrument yeah. but it does use like it on every song yeah uh it uses a mellotron it uses a sitar that's like that you know uh instrument mm-hmm. uh guitars drums bass like um wolitzer like it uses or uh word i think it's called a wurlitzer um it uses like a, a few different 70s instruments and and then the first song uses synthesizer um like and it made it more futuristic and again like it flipped it on its head like i said but it used 70s instrumentation for the most part you know conga drums bongos all that stuff where and and it used that from tracks two to the end you know and very consistent it's it's her you know um the dude from bleachers uh jack antonoff and you know this chorus or the choir you know, and that's it, you know, and it's like, it's just so consistent to me in, in that way. Like, it, it makes it, if you listen to these songs and you really, like, think about the themes of the album and you look into the lyrics and you kind of, like, go song by song, like, y- these songs can separate from each other um, in different ways. Like, you can piece out memorable things from each song, uh, even though they kind of all sound similar. With J. Cole... All the songs kind of sound similar, but like I don't, I can't piece certain things from certain songs because it's just like one song he's he has different goals on each song. One song he's pandering, one song he's getting deep, one song he's bragging, one song he's up his own ass, like doing the interlude. Like it just kind of, I don't know. This this has one central goal and it accomplishes it. I think and also another. I mean, we're just doing the comparison. Uh, yeah, I guess it does kind of sound like J Cole is a little disingenuous when when he does make these songs. Because, I don't know, with the, I feel like with St. Vincent, it just seems more realer. It seems like she's, like, you know, actually in this situation. And plus, like, her singing, just, like, I don't know. I thought her voice was really good on this. Album. She has an excellent voice, yeah. 
Yeah, like she she killed it. Like the way that she uh, like sang the melodies and the inflection in her voice. Like you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like especially on like uh, which one? Especially on like like live on a dream or uh, like when she sings the melody when she's just like like uh, actually not that one on uh, Laughing Man. Uh, mm-hmm. I really like the melody on that track a lot. Yeah, that was a good one as well. I just um, I don't have too much else to say about it. Um, again, like going with my grading process. To kind of summarize, you know, I, I look at the person's old music, um, either I'm a, I'm a fan of them or I, you know, quote unquote, become a fan of them or become an enemy of them, you know, and in two or three days, I go back, I research, I do all my research, I find out, I, I've been recently finding out what instruments are on the album and who produced it and like what goes where, because this one was very tricky because I didn't know what the fuck a Wurlitzer was, I didn't know what a, a Mellotron was. I didn't know I what they did. still don't know what that is. Right. And it, when you hear strings on the album, that's a Mellotron, it's not strings. You know, really? It's, yeah, it's a vintage instrumentation where you can program. It's almost like MIDI, where you can program like a strings. You can program guitar, and you play it like on a piano, and it plays that. You know, hmm. uh, Wolitzer is the one where it sounds like an organ. Um, it's on a lot of these songs if you listen to them. Whenever you hear something that sounds like a kind of a warped piano or like an organ, um, you know that's that. The sitar is obviously that. You know, um, it's an Indian guitar basically. It's that like very bouncy guitar. Um, so once you kind of figure out those elements, it, it's it's interesting. But like my earlier reviews, I didn't really do that too much. And and what happened a lot of times was, um, I would just say this this guitar part sounds cool, this drum part sounds cool, and it, it kind of gets mo- like almost like a monotone. So I think once you research like what does what on the album and like what goes where, and you know maybe even time signatures or and or you know like different genres and that kind of stuff, you know, um, and and different bands too that she's influenced by directly. Um, that's a good way to do reviews in my opinion, because you can kind of, you get a more full robust picture of um, what the album is. You can say that kind of stuff all up front. That's what I did. I talked, I, I named all the instruments right up front. And then for the rest of the album, I ba- for the rest of the review, I barely t- mentioned an instrument's name. So that way I can get deeper into the themes of the song. So, and I go song by song and I, and I think of like how it drags the album down or it, adds to the album so i think that the skits or the interludes i think they kind of the album was very sleepy to begin with and i think those skits were kind of indiscriminate and they kind of like slowed the album down so i detracted points for that the last song is good but it's only like a minute and 40 seconds so i think it kind of shot itself in the foot so i subtracted points for that on top mm-hmm. of that there's some songs on here that she like down or pay your way in pain that she's done to death and i can excuse them in certain ways but I can't give it a perfect grade because it's nothing new for her, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree with that, especially like in, in uh, "Pay Your Way in Pain." Yeah, kind of sounds like it. Was, it not it couldn't have been on uh, Mass Seduction, but it, it kind of did sound like it could be something off that, like a like like an uncut version, just like the episode, this episode. Yeah, it sounds like something, <laughs> like a B side maybe from that album. Yeah, it's excusable in certain ways, but it ends up not being a perfect grade because just because, mostly because of other things. Like if that was the only thing that that was stopping me from giving it an A plus or an A, I would just give it an A, like because it is a good song. Um, but yeah, in, in general, that's kind of where I go with it. Um, and and are the influences being used well? You know, the '70s influences I thought were used creatively and purposefully. You know, her dad is from that '70s era. She's putting herself back in the '70s as her, you know, almost like as her dad or as a daddy, like you know, operating in that space, like it's, it feels purposeful. So, mm-hmm. so I, that, you know, these are boxes that I kind of check off with reviews. So, so when, 
So, <laughs> so, 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 so it's Uncut. a GTA, GTA uh, getaway out there. So, yeah. So, this is what a typical episode sounds like. Somebody got fucking shot when I was texting you guys on the roof. Oh, Remember my God. That yeah, that was fucking scary. Yeah, I'm about to go back up there, smoke again, but, oh, did I see them on the pod? Uh, cut that out. <laughs> Wait, we can't. It's the Uncut episode! <laughs> I said, right. I said enough incriminating things this episode to. You did. You tried to listen. You let yeah, Nas but... down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing we learned. <laughs> I'm never letting that go, bro. I'm always gonna bring that up. She went down. <laughs> Nas was was let down. Nas was shaking his head in the corner of her room. <laughs> Nas was just uh, he's so hurt. Yeah, but <laughs> um, like this young king. Right. <laughs> <laughs> King's disease. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at with that. Um, I'm happy that the review did well. I'm happy that y- you guys out there are liking it or and are taking to it. I'm sorry that I didn't give it an A minus or whatever you wanted me to, but but that's that's the first time I got that, and I was so happy to see that because I feel like now I'm in the realm of like other reviewers where people are like disappointed when I give something a certain score. Oh yeah, I love honestly. I love the the hateful comments more than I like the the supportive comments so much. Oh my god. I love fighting. Me too. Just about to say, if you're listening, please just comment negative shit on our shit and we will clap back. Like I did like I did that anti film archive or whatever and some kid said surface level and I told him to suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Yeah, so if you're listening, fuck you. Anyway. Yeah, we already got haters. Rush Hour Please. 1 and 2 are bangers. I don't give a fuck. Rush Hour 1 and 2 show the harmony that we could have had in America have PC culture not ruined everything. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. I don't understand what you're saying. You know? It was beautiful. Classic. It was beautiful. I just rewatched those drawings too, bro. Fine. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my God. What did he say? He said, um, what did he say? He was like, you... Who are you? You are, are you? I, I am you. <laughs> I am you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna slap the shit out of you, you, me, him, us. us yeah. yeah, Chris, Chris Tucker was just—he was disrespectful. He was, uh, he was so disrespectful in that movie, and it was directed by a white man. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, There's that's no a, excuse. The beauty of, of of what America could have been, bro. What could have been? Yeah, um, we could have had Rush Hour. Time. Imagine if we had more Rush Hour movies than we did Fast and Furious movies. Oh, <laughs> wait yeah. a second, you're spitting facts. Right? Yeah. Rush Hour 7. Family. <laughs> Family. <laughs> Man, Jackie Chan needs to act more. I haven't seen him. It's... What was it? His last movie was something to do with him in London being a spy, but... You know something funny? I just watched a video where they Jack where they said Jackie Chan tried to train Jaden Smith to become like a martial arts star, but his parents didn't want him to. And I'm like, can you imagine the world in which like Jaden Smith is a martial arts fucking actor or something? Damn, shit? he would actually have talent. That's crazy. That'd be so cool, right? <laughs> like, instead he's like. I don't know. He's still doing cool stuff. He's like feeding the homeless. That's that's what's up. That that part is cool. Yes, that part. Yeah, that part is his, cool. his music is, sh- is his music. I like his music. You like his I music? Like his, I don't love it, but I like it. It sounds like Brockhampton. Yeah, but I don't like Brockhampton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like Brockhampton. Nah. And I'm nah. not gonna say why on the podcast. <laughs> 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 
Well, let's uh, let's <laughs> end the podcast. So uh, yeah, let's end it. Yeah, we'll end it on a cliffhanger. <laughs> Eve will tell us the next episode. No, I'm why not he doesn't like Brock. <laughs> I'm uh, not going to talk about it. Uh, closing <laughs> notes. Uh, thanks for getting the hyper pop gems to, to be the top post. Fuck yeah! Thanks for all the love. Get us to get us that verified check, everybody. Mm. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the hate. We yeah, love it all. Yeah, yo, if y'all need somebody to hate, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> J. Cole fans, please approach. I want those comments. I want that fucking You, you can argue with me about anything, bro. I will, ar- I will fucking argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's argue. Nah, I'm not going to steal that. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. <laughs>